0: Hi and welcome. My name is Ali Hart and I am the host of this podcast and you're listening and watching how to build a creative business in a noisy world. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping up with this little break in the interview series where it's just me, myself and I hopefully imparting some stories, some wisdom and some life chat. I guess you could say, this is the third part of my story. Um, I suppose none of us, the, the The beautiful thing about life is until the story ends, until my heart stops, my dodgy heart stops beating, I have a leaking valve, um, until that happens, uh, the story doesn't end. So we'll go for part three rather than the end. I think it's important for you if you are a creative listening to this that you see that I'm Maybe at had a different stage from you, maybe I'm behind where you are, maybe you're just like tapped into this to just refresh yourself a little bit, maybe you're a little bit um, further behind me in terms of starting out, uh, maybe you're just in the throes of changes in your business, maybe you're listening to this and you just want a little bit of a Northern Irish female chatting about life, if that's the case you're welcome. I do think that it's good for us just to know other people are still on the journey themselves. That's the thing about the X factor, isn't it? It's always about the journey. It's not about the destination. So my story, where I don't know where I got to the last time. Where did I get to? Probably just the current day. So for, for me right now, the way things are, um, the way we're changing the business, and shifting things so there'll be less prints available there will be more paintings I hope to have a space where I can create a little bit like a shop front so by the time this airs that might actually have happened but um, it could be a long-term goal it could be an annual goal but at the minute we're in different discussions about that online is where I've built the business and where it has grown but it really feels now that maybe it's a Northern Irish thing. Dave from Madlug was talking about it, how Northern Irish people are very good at supporting, you know, they don't necessarily have to always be like the next fad or the next big, cool, hip thing. So Dave from Madlug was talking about bags and how Northern Irish people, like it's not, um, the focus isn't the same as maybe in London or New York where there's, people are wanting the next thing and they're making sure that it's the cool thing and the hip thing. So what is really cool about Northern Ireland is people, and Ireland, people will go somewhere if they really like it and they will make uh, an exception for the fact that it might be further to go for their coffee. Uh, Supporting local is really important to me. It's important to... My tribe and my followers my customers who um, in Northern Ireland have supported me and afar who have supported me. The thing about a space, a physical space for me to have a bit of a pop-up is that I would hope that people would travel to come and see me in person and be able to... (coughs) Mimi, get down and be able to see my work in person, see me painting live. Online is amazing, but I do think that COVID has changed the landscape. I think we're craving to be in front of people again, but especially with art. It's really beautiful to see it up close, and that's what I really miss, And because I would have been having two or three exhibitions. And by people coming to see me in person, it means that you can, Oh, could you know, it's just like the exhibitions, you just can't beat the very physical side of being in a room and seeing the physical paint, but also, you know, online relationships, online friendships, they're great, but they're not the same as being in person. And my friend, Claire Kelly and I are really good advocates for that. We Um, Have voice notes the podcast as well it's a fun one because we send so many voice notes to each other, we met online but we joke about how we have so many mutual friends, she's in Scotland she's from Scotland but people I went to school with over here as well as um, people that we've met mutually through running we were always going to meet but we have ran a half marathon together and Claire visits here and includes, she was running, she's got family in, um, down south, so she was doing a run um, and I hope to go there or if we've got three boys each. In person stuff, we did a call at the weekend, a video call after we had both ran the virtual half marathon and we were like, oh, so flat, it's not the same it's really not the same and yeah I built a business online but it actually face to face and events uh where you're in the same room as people is so special so I want to bring that back in some capacity I don't think I'll be doing in-person workshops again I really don't oh you know I never say never but at the minute the paintings are really what are just drawing me in and I kind of want to take the risk to shut a few things down, to help other things grow um, and really to focus on those. Um, The podcast is great. It's so good to have you. It's amazing that people take the time to listen. It blows my mind. Um, The interviews were so successful that I definitely want to bring that back. I just don't know. No, no, I want to bring that back. I love people. I love interviewing people. That's something that will definitely be happening when I look at my life and where I am now, we, we moved house just in last October. Um, I can't actually believe we did. And I have to keep telling myself that this is amazing, that this has happened. And this couldn't have happened if I hadn't have grown the business and if I hadn't have worked hard to get here. We couldn't have done it on Michael's salary alone. Um, We couldn't have done it without being careful. We always loved holidays and did things like that. We also have very kind friends and we have a tent. (laughs) So our tent has been dragged about with us and our boys are pretty adaptable for that. Another holiday that we had was... um, I worked a camp one year in upstate New York so that Michael and the big two could go to that and that felt a bit like a holiday and then we stayed in a friend's apartment on the way home and then the same thing happened a couple of years ago, um, like two years or three years ago now, when, but anyway, my point is that we made life work and we still had great life experiences, um, but the kind of physical things like I just washed my car there now, um, having Um, issues with cars all my life which ironically my dad was a mechanic so I always felt like it was really sad that he didn't wasn't here to help me fix my cars I've now finally because of the business been able to get um, a car a business car and I have to tell him because I love it I love the car it's a four by four and I love it and I can't even I, I i know people aren't always into cars i'm not like a little boy racer or anything but i really just want i like a truck so uh if you know me uh i think i said in one of the lives recently i wanted to be a lorry driver so kind of the bigger the better <laughs> although michael wants me to get electric next time which i will but you know i have to stop and take stock so often about that uh my boys as well i look at them and i'm like boys you, your three heads are all mine you're all mine You gotta look at what you've got and how far you've come. Sometimes before you can even strategize and think of your dreams, Uh, I talk about happiness so much on here. That's one of the big parts of my story. Uh, My mom is healthy and she's seventy-two now. I worry about her when I'm awake in the middle of the night. I do uh, because she's on her own, but I, I unless she moves in with me and she's really independent. So that's never going to happen. And we would also be terrible, would kill each other. But she is a really big part of my life. Our friendships with friends afar, we really miss those guys we we're talking about, who had the apartment in Brooklyn. And then other friends here in California, and my family in New Zealand, or in Australia, and good friends in New Zealand. You know, you start to just me doing this and talking to you about this is really a way of me explaining to you that I'm so wrapped up in my business in a, in a really good way, in a very positive way. Obviously, there's times I have to shut the laptop and recently the boys did say, all you ever do is work. <clears throat> well, that wasn't that recent. It was about two months ago, maybe. Well, still recently. But the decisions I make for my work Also affect my life. When you're self-employed. When you have your own business. And it's a creative business. Or it's a business that it's you every day. That's the driver. That gets up and has to commit to it. Especially when there's personal branding involved. Like mine. And like I know many of you creatives have. you got to step back. And look at it into it. And think, whoa. You know. Everything has changed. The landscape for creatives has changed massively it was Richard Claremont who's a beautiful painter had said he can't believe he actually is an artist I can't believe it either I I still feel I have a long way to go and I want to be steeped in my paintings I want them to hang everywhere (laughs) and I want them to take over my life so I can record podcasts and do things two days a week but three full days a week I'm just in it or travel to France and paint over there, or sit plein air and just start painting. I'm doing that, but I wanna do more of that. And I feel very fortunate that we have these devices these phones, these headsets, the cameras that record above, these time lapse videos that make things look quick, uh, videos that turn stuff to music, teaching platforms that you can be a teacher on and be the expert for free all these things are free so I'm very fortunate to get to here it does feel like I'm about to make really big decisions but um, take it from me stepping into that fear is part of the growth process and so what if I fail I just go back to what works I guess but it won't do. you it's really life is just a bunch of failures pushing doors until you hit the right spot really isn't it Because you learn from every failure. And I always say to my boys at football, you learn more when you lose. So from one pretty scared but yet established creative to another, you can do this if you're listening to this and you're not necessarily in the creative space, but you work in a charity or you work in a small team or you work in a large corporation, but you really value the people that you're with. Just take stock of that that's really good and that's actually what life is about just these like relationships decisions hitting the goals but actually enjoying the journey to get there on that I will leave my part three story there I have a son who's home and I just asked him if I could just finish up this podcast so please subscribe so you can get more of this you can also check out uh, my prints before they all disappear they're well, not all disappearing but um, there's a bulk of them are and you can check out my paintings and see the the placing importance on the everyday which is what I like to talk about that's why I like to discuss topics around complaining and around happiness and around seeking joy and being affirmative in yourself and your self-acceptance so because I think that's life to be enjoyed. Thanks for listening and I will see you on the other side. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would really appreciate some feedback or for you to hit subscribe so that you get all the content every week in your inbox. And if you would like to check out my website, it's aliheart.com, especially if you were thinking about uh, needing some mentoring sessions because I have openings coming up in the summer. Thanks for watching and listening and I will see you on the other side.